Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, Brendo. Steve here. Hey, Lars. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live to the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. That's right. We decided to do Wednesday Night Dynamites again because they decided to be on Wednesdays again yeah. here. Uh, and that's great. It was a really, really fun episode of Dynamite tonight. Yeah, it was. Uh, and the end of an era of uh, of of the Daily's Place era. I'm sure they'll probably, if Cody is to be believed, they'll probably go back there every once in a while. It's mm-hmm. it's considered a somewhat of a home base now. Yeah, I would think whenever they're in the the, the northern Florida area, when they get resumed touring on a on a you know like on a full schedule, that'll be their stop. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, and we were left tonight with a really wonderful video package that uh, I thought really, number one, almost made me cry because of all the Brody Lee shots. Oh, boy, that got me. Um, and but but be also just how well 
AEW adapted to Daly's place being a home base, bringing in wrestlers as fans, bring trickling in fans towards the, the latter half of, uh, of these past 18 months or whatever, however long it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a really great job with it. There have been so many memorable moments. Um, and tonight was no different. We had an absolutely stellar main event that I thought had a finish that was reminiscent of like some of the great attitude era finishes. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a heel faction face faction wasn't going to end cleanly. You've got this guy, Sammy Guevara, who's just booked super strong, but not strong enough to counter a shot to the head with a chair. I mean, he kick out of a second rope tombstone, but not a, a chair shot to the head. Yeah. People, some, some people here in our chat, we're not too thrilled with uh, the second rope tombstone kick out. I'm just like, hey, this is the this is the world that we have invested in in AEW. I know, I know, it is. You know, and also I mean, with like, yeah. I look at the clock and it's like six fifty. I'm like, I know the finish isn't going to happen yet, so I just yeah. got to roll with it. You know? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's it it's it's one of the tropes of professional wrestling. It, it to me, it's no different than okay, well. Kevin Nash has a powerbomb or Sid has a powerbomb finisher. And yet other people can use that as just a regular move. Exactly. And it's not going to do anything. So it's just another convention in pro wrestling. But I thought it was a spectacular match. And I thought the opening match was a spectacular match as well. The tag match featuring the Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and uh, Pentagon Jr. Pentel Settle Miero. Um I thought that was fantastic. Of course, they won, and uh, and they get a shot at the tag titles coming Next up pretty week, shortly. Yeah. Next week, yeah. Next week. Um, so I thought there was a lot to like about Dynamite. What beyond what I said? What stood out? No, it was the main event. I mean, I, I I texted you. I don't know, quarter to quarter to the hour, and said this this match is nuts. I think it was after the Tombstone bit. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, we know Sammy and MJF are really good wrestlers. Yeah, and you know they gave this match nearly a half hour, mm-hmm. uh, and when that happened, I was like, "Oh, okay, they're they're gonna try to tear the house down," mm-hmm. and they did exactly that, and then some. Yeah, I mean it's one of the best TV matches that might ever had, mm-hmm. um, and it was spectacular stuff. And you know they they've managed to take a feud between Pinnacle and Inner Circle that is already basically two pay-per-views in. I know it's only mm-hmm. really one with the stadium stampede with the uh, uh, double or nothing, but you had blood and guts before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they got the two faction matches out of the way. Now they're breaking it down into into individual singles or tag matches. Uh, and I'm sure it will culminate in MJF versus Jericho. Well, yeah. I mean, he basically yeah. said as much tonight in his promo. There's going to be some stipulations Which that he's got. Which we've seen MJF do that before with Cody, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have. Um, and then maybe, most interestingly, they have finally started laying the foundation for Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Tonight, Kenny Omega, if I'm not mistaken, indicated that he was planning on taking some time off mm-hmm. away from AEW because there were no more challengers. That's correct. Enter the Dark Order without their friend Hangman Page anywhere around, and they make the case for him. They say, hey, he's the number one ranked singles guy. He's a guy you know very well, and he's Hangman. And, and Kenny says, well, they don't name him. If this guy is who you, I think you're talking about, he doesn't even think he can beat me. He doesn't mm-hmm. think he deserves to raise this title high. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh and yeah i i you know this is this is awesome i i really do hope uh you know and then he was kind of mad at the dark order and they all pepped him up the relationship yeah. aspect of aw really is fantastic yeah it really is it really is because nothing seems forced everything seems organic and natural yeah you yeah. know like wb sometimes they try to do uh angles you know about relationships between people and you know we won't see them ever uh, on tv together and then one week they're best friends you know yeah, right yeah we don't get to see the build to that they're just best friends already mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. just except you know they say hey just you got to go along with it essentially yeah because that's the story yeah. they want to tell whereas in AEW, i feel like they take the time to establish that yeah yeah, it builds. Exactly. So, so when moments like this happen, or when Paige beats Kenny f- for that belt, Dark Order comes out, celebrates with him. It feels earned. It means it's something. huge. It's going to be massive. Yep, yep. It it's really going to be massive. Yeah, it's it's really great stuff. Um, let's just dive into it because otherwise we're just going to because there was a lot to to appreciate mm-hmm, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that kickoff match. I mean, again, we mentioned this earlier about the the opening tag match on NXT in our review earlier. Sort of like you got to see it to believe it. Just so much great stuff. Uh, the Bucks come out. Matt Jackson now has a ridiculous mustache. Nick has got, uh, what is it, like the handlebars? Yeah, like he's, the got handlebars. he's got handlebars. He's got handlebars now, yeah. Looks great. Looks absolutely amazing. They look so ridiculous. Shivani even said, Matt Jackson looks like a porn star now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, really fun stuff. I loved, I loved Cutler freaking out and not being able to stop hitting Matt with a cold spray to lead to the finish. Mm-hmm. So walk us through that finish right there. Elijah. All right. So uh, good brothers, they come down to ringside. And meanwhile, Eddie's doling out a bunch of strikes to the young bucks. He hits Nick with an exploder. Uh, bucks respond with a bunch of super kicks. And then Matt's holding up Penta by the ropes. So uh, Nick charges, I believe, backdrops him out. Good brothers are distracting the ref. And so Cutler's trying to spray Penta in the eyes. He ducks, so Matt gets the cold spray in the eyes. Kazarian comes out to lay out the Good Brothers. Uh, Penta takes the three of them out, plus Nick with Tope uh, back in the ring. Penta hits a package pile driver. Eddie's in, hits a back fist. Penta covers uh, to get the win. Isn't it awesome that Kazarian is actually a halfway effective elite hunter? I know. You know, I mean, we saw... uh... Crap, what was the name? Who's the Yoshitatsu. Bullet Club Hunter? Yoshitatsu. But I don't think he was a very effective Bullet Club Hunter. Mm-mm. Kazarian? I mean, Bullet Club's still around. That's true. That's true. I mean, the people he was hunting are, by and large, pretty pretty much out. Yeah, but not by his hand. True. Very true. <laughs> Coincidental. <laughs> Kazarian has led them out of the company, not so much Yoshitatsu. <laughs> Maybe he was the puppet master, but we have no evidence to suggest that. Kazarian, on the other hand, very active. Yes. And uh, and doing a decent job hunting elite. In this case, uh, Penta and Kingston hit their finishers on Matt after Cutler <laughs> accidentally sprayed him but couldn't stop himself because he was so freaked out by it. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious. It was pretty great. Brendan Cutler's doing such good work in this, in this role. And he's got his own weird facial hair, too. He's got one of those goofy like, uh, soul patches, I think. <laughs> Uh, uh, after that, yeah. we had a uh, Christian, the Jungle Boy, oh, backstage. Lord. So Christian says, "I'm proud of you, Jack." This uh, hanger on, this hanger think, on. They're telling a story here. It's good stuff. You know, you know, it reminded me. It reminded me of the Sixth Sense when the dead kid, when the kid was rolling around with dead Bruce Willis. Spoiler alert! And like Jungle Boy barely acknowledges him. 
and Chris is just sitting that. there talking I to him. I can see that, actually. I can see that. <laughs> so uh, he says to, uh, to Jungle Boy, you could take something from that loss. I don't believe in wins and losses. I believe in wins and wins and, and learns. Learning. And last uh, last dynamite, you learned that you can stand toe to toe toe to toe with Kenny. You'll be a champion someday, but tonight you could be the first AEW wrestler to get 50 wins. It's quite a landmark, quite an achievement. So Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt walk in. Uh, Luchasaurus, thanks Christian for having Jungle Boys back on Saturday. He says dinosaurs are very loyal. Now I have your back. And so then they start talking about how Christian was like part dinosaur. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Like a one-fourth dinosaur on his mom's side? So, like, doesn't that mean his grandma might have? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. After that, we had an Ethan Page promo uh, where he's talking endlessly about Darby Allen. He says, every time he coffin drops, I'm going to make it so that every time you coffin drop someone, you're going to remember me dropping you in the coffin and nailing you in it. And then uh, Sting comes out. Was he, he had a co- Did he have a coffin with him? I yeah, sort of yeah, he, would, he, was, yeah okay. he had a coffin that he was pulling And then Darby him. comes out of that, attacks Page. Yeah. Sting drops Scorpio Sky with the death drop. Yeah. Scorpion death drop. Uh, Darby sort of uh, sends Paige to the outside. He gets on the mic. And then so they were originally supposed to have this match next week. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. He cancels that. He says, card subject to change. That match is off. Yeah. And I don't want you to touch me. So if you don't touch me next week, maybe I'll consider putting that match on again. But he wants that in, in writing. He wants a contract. He wants it illegal. Yeah. He wants, he wants, a, he wants a contract writing. that says, you can't touch me a week no before touching. the match. No touching. And if you leave me alone, maybe I'll consider giving you that match. So next no we had, uh, yes, uh, Jack Evans versus Jungle Boy. Uh, before the match begins, Matt Hardy has a promo, says uh, he was going to end Christian's career for good. Then Jungle Boy stuck his nose in his business. Now he essentially paid Jack Evans not to beat him, but to hurt him. To hurt him. He said, hurt I don't him. care if, if Evans wins or loses this match. 
I want him to hurt Jungle Boy. He failed in that. Uh, yeah. It's a fun match. Yeah, he just had a regular match with him. I know. He, he didn't make up. any attempt to cut corners mm-hmm. to hurt him. I, guess, I think he wanted was, to hey, win first, then hurt him. Yeah, he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. But no, man, you're getting paid. I don't know if he's going to get paid now. But here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. Assuming that he's a smart businessman, the scenario at least gets part of that money up front from Matt Hardy. You would think a deposit. Yeah, yeah, yeah a deposit a retainer deposit. of some sort. Retainer. And then if you win, yeah. you get the winner's purse. Yeah. And then after that, you can go about hurting Jungle Boy. You get all the money. Even more money. But he did like one of those three things, maybe. I don't know if he's going to get anything out of this. Well, hopefully he got his retainer at the least. He got tapped out. That's what he got. Yeah, so he did get uh, tapped out. <laughs> he got a whole lot of business is what he got. Because Jungle Boy tapped him out. And then uh, afterwards... The HFO, the Hardy family office, comes running out, which is the worst name in pro wrestling. Uh, before they get Jungle Boy, because Jungle Boy is like doing his pose up in the corner, Christian and Jurassic Express come out to help. Of course, Matt Hardy and Christian go at it. Uh, Hardy gets dropped by Christian. Christian chokes out Matt with his own jacket. And then Evans attacks and lets Matt Hardy escape as Christian handles Jack Evans. So Jack mm-hmm. Evans kind of useless in this situation. Seemingly, yes. After that, we had an MJF promo. He talked about how he's outsmarted Jericho, outwrestled him, and now outclassed him on the mic. He is the new king of AEW. So Jericho, you're a 30-year vet. You'd think you'd walk away after you've been bested, but no. You've turned AEW to your own weird version of Looney Tunes, names off all the kind of silly things he's done, the, the bubbly bath, all that kind of stuff. He says, but MJF is laughing because Jericho thinks uh, I'm the butt of the joke. But now, Jericho, you're the joke. Mm. Now this is the best you can come up with. Used to be a legend, you know? Yeah. Um, he asked Jericho how low he's willing to stoop because next week he's going to give Jericho his stipulations so that Chris can get a one-on-one match with MJF. But when MJF beats him, then Jericho has to leave him alone for good. Mm-hmm. Um, he says a lot of people have been wanting to see Sammy versus MJF for a long time because fans want to know who the future, who is the future of pro wrestling. And he says, I'll admit, Sammy's going to be the future. It's because I am the now. Yeah. And then he says something about I'm better than you and you know it. I'm better than you. And I like, so somebody mentioned this as well. Of course, Chris Jericho is on commentary tonight. Yeah. I like the uh, organ grinder here in chat reminded me of this line Jericho said about Jungle Boy. I don't like that crowd singing along with his theme. Is that? And JR got a good chat. Oh, ha, ha, it was funny. <laughs> it's funny because they do it for you. Um, so uh, yeah, and then and then Jericho is yelling at MJF's promo at the end of this. He said, "I'll take whatever stipulations you have." Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you recall correctly, uh, Cody's stipulations was like he doesn't touch him, and then he has that steel cage match against Wardlow. Wardlow, and then I think he had to take uh, he, he, he lashing. Yeah, the strap. Maybe he'll bring in Jackson Riker for some flogging, some flagellation. That's self. That's doing it to yourself. Though. Yeah, yeah. Flogging, yeah. I think, is you. Anyways, uh, after that, we had an Andrade promo. Uh, uh, he was, you know, he said, "Hey, you know," he had an, an announcement, but he was interrupted by Matt something, and and he's like Seidel. He was like, "Yeah, Matt something." He said, "So basically, at Road Rager, how about this, Andrade El Ilo <laughs> versus Matt something." <laughs> I love Andrade oh, so, he's so much. Good. That's going to be a hell of a match. That's gonna be Andrade fantastic. versus Matt something. Fantastic. World Rage. It's good. It was good stuff. Uh, next, we had a Kenny Omega interview. So he shaved. He saw his beard, but he shaved off the chin hair. It's Triple H 2005. Yeah, pretty That's much. what he was going for. Uh, yeah, Evolution era Triple H. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, so he's interview- he has the interview with Tony. He's like, hey, this reminds me of a conversation we had earlier today. 
where Tony, you asked me, you know, with someone as decorated as Kenny, how do you stay motivated? How do you find that next goal? And Tony says, well, I didn't, I didn't say anything like that to you. And Kenny says, well, I'll tell you. Today, I woke up feeling like a king, and upon further reflection, I have defeated the toughest guy in AEW, the greatest high flyer, the top merch seller, the greatest athlete not named Kenny. He defeated the top up-and-coming star. That would be Jungle Boy. And he says, it pains me to say it, but with no one left among the ranks, I'll take a little time off. He says, I still have belts and other promotions where you maybe will see me wrestle, but I'm going to take my leave. And this is when the Dark Order comes out. And Evil Uno says, uh, did you just say you have no more challengers? And Kenny says, yeah. Evil Uno says, uh, we think differently. Uh, Kenny wonders if, uh, what, you're going to set five after me? He says he wouldn't last two minutes in the ring with me. Um, That's funny because he lasted like 10 minutes with him a year ago. When he was Alan Angels. Yeah, Alan Angels. And then tells Uno, none of them are even ranked high enough to face him. They don't have enough wins. And Uno says, no, you're right about that. None of us have enough singles wins to face you. But there's someone that does. Someone they've befriended. Someone that Kenny used to be friends with. The number one contender at AEW. And Kenny says, if you're talking about who I think you're talking about, he wouldn't appreciate you speaking on his behalf. He wouldn't appreciate, uh, nor does he have the guts to face me, nor does he think he has the right to call himself champ and hold this title. So unless, Uno, you have something else up your sleeve, this is where I bid you adieu. Good night. Goodbye. Bang. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Bang. And then, he, so they're, they're standing between him and the ramp. And he's just kind of like, yeah. get out of my way. Mm-hmm. Parts so yeah. I may pass. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got a Pillman Jr. promo. He says, I didn't have much faith growing up, nor did I really have any parents. But what I had were great teammates when I was playing sports. He says, Griff was like, is like a brother to me. And when you laid your hands on him, Miro, you made it personal. This is more than a TNT title match. I'm going to show everybody that you're not God's favorite champion. You're just a big bully and a big Bulgarian bitch. Strong words from Brian Billman Jr. Very strong words. Very strong words. That match was next. Miro has new music. I, yeah, it's very dramatic. It is very dramatic. And that kind of atonal, almost like a war horn sounding thing at the beginning. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty great. No, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's a war horn. That's great. It's fantastic. Oh, anyways, Miro and, tapped and, out Pillman via game over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, the, the early stretch, Miro was just basically throwing Pillman Jr. wherever he wanted to. He was destroying yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, Pillman eventually, though, gets some offense, drop kicks him off the apron. Hits that awesome looking drop kick through the ropes. Oh man, yeah, yeah, that was that was great. That was great. Hits the springboard clothesline, gets a two, and he, does, he looks for another springboard. And, and Miro is trying to counter it with a a kick, but it's a fake out from Pillman. He doesn't do the springboard. Instead, he hits Miro with a couple super kicks. Goes for a third. Miro catches that. Hits a kick of his own. Machka kick. Game over. Pillman passes out. Yeah, good showing from Brian Pillman. It was according to Sean Rossap. He only, I think, started or ended training four years ago. That's crazy. In pro wrestling, which is absolutely nuts. This guy's got a great look to him, and he's mm-hmm. a really fun wrestler. 
at this point in his career. Uh, after that, Hangman Page comes in to the Dark Order's uh, little dressing room. And uh, he's like, what is your guys' problem issuing that challenge for me on my behalf? And uh, he says, you guys think I'm scared of Kenny or something? And Colt says, hey, man, you might be scared of failure. And it's okay to fail as long as you get back up. We're here for you, Adam. And everybody sort of says, hey, Adam, when I did so-and-so, you lifted me up. They give their own testimonials about how great a friend he is and how he would lift them up. And so they're trying to lift him up. Mm. It's a really wonderful thing. It's really heartwarming. It really is. And they all leave as they're saying, hey, we believe in you, man. And then Silver's the last one. And he says, uh, sorry, Reynolds uh, Reynolds is the last one. And he says, you've waited long enough, Adam. This is your time. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, your time. Uh, we get a quick team Taz promo. I missed the beginning of this, but like the the gist I got was Taz saying there was uh, some toxicity in Team Taz that needed to be dealt with. Uh, this is where Hook says, "I'm tired of it." Hobbs says, "I want it figured out." So Taz says, "Yeah, we're going to work it out." Cage is going to defend the FTW title against Starks at Fighter Fest, and he says, "Sometimes families have to fight to work out work things out." This is a mess. This is not going to. This is not going to be good. Oh man! Speaking of something that is good, Wrestling Brain is here. Oh, cool! They rated us with a party of six. You guys want to awesome. check out a cool wrestling Twitch channel? Check out Wrestling Brain. They're cool. Yeah. Heck yes. Uh, um. Yeah. No. Uh. Ricky. Uh. I. I are they going to jump Cage out of the group? Is that what they're going to do here? Seems like it. I mean, and Taz. Key, was, and, and Taz was clear to say that he said a fully medically cleared Ricky Starks. Yeah. And the title's on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to see a title change? And they're going to because Cage is not on the same. I, I feel like Ricky's on the same page with everybody. I but, feel like he is. He's just probably a bit more demonstrative about it than Taz probably would prefer. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Do you think that shifts it? They're going to jump somebody out of the group. This is not meant to solve anything. No, this is except, not meant to solve a problem. This is this is a ruse, subterfuge. That's what this is. This is to kick somebody out of a group. Yes. As my dog chimes in from beyond, is, the she, is she making her pick? Who's getting kicked out, Gypsy? Who's getting picked, kicked out of this? I of, think she of, said Brian Cage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. Remember that. I write that down. Steve's dog says Brian All Cage. All the confidence points on Brian Cage wow. getting kicked out of the group. Wow. Ricky Starks becoming a new FTW champion, as wow. well he should. Uh, after that, we had Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero versus Britt Baker and Rebel. Uh, it's kind of a goofy match. Uh, according to my notes here, it says Rebel isolates Rebel. That's not right. It's Nyla Rose isolates Rebel for the longest time. Britt finally gets a hot tag in. Britt gets out of a beast bomb attempt, gets the glove from uh, Rebel, uh, but instead eats a choke slam. Uh, and then uh, Baker uh, Britt gets draped over the ropes. Nyla hits that great knee strike from the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebel comes in and breaks it up. It looks like she messes up her leg mm-hmm. somehow as she sort of army crawls out. So mm-hmm. we're still sort of waiting on, uh, on any of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. Yeah, so Britt shoves Nyla off the top, grabs Vicky, and uh, taps her out with the claw. And then somebody had mentioned, I didn't notice this immediately. Did Vicky like kick out or like get, get out of the, like sort of no sell the claw there at the end? I saw something on Twitter about that. I didn't notice it live. I was probably taking notes. Yeah, I think I I, was too. I looked down and take notes, I missed some details. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. Uh, So after the match, so there was a really sick spot. Maybe somebody in chat will enlighten us. After the match, uh, Nyla power bombs Brit. They get out the table 
And Britt is then powerbombed by Nyla off the apron through the table that's like there on the ground. It was rough. That was a nasty looking spot right there. Um, that, that was that was really good stuff. I like yeah, that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, after that, we had a Hager and XLAX. Sorry, Santana Ortiz promo. Uh, Hager spoke first. He talks about every time you see us, you get your ass kicked. And then he lists off a, a bunch of stuff that uh, uh, Pinnacle and MJF have done, uh, culminating in, of course, MJF punching Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Santana talks about how they love to fight. And when they finally all meet head-to-head, uh, Pinnacle better bring the fight when while they can. And this is when they're announcing the matches for uh, Road Rager. Conan is going to be in Santana, Ortiz, and Hager's corner next week on Dynamite. That's pretty cool. That's exciting. Give them a live mic. I Just dare let them do live Give... commentary during their match. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be that'd be the best, the absolute best. Uh, after that, we had oh the main event. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Man, MJF. This was off the charts. It was nuts. And like you said, they gave it nearly a half hour. Um, there was that bit. I mean, the first note that I wrote down, I was just enjoying this stuff. First note I had to write down was when mid-match, Sammy launched himself off the top rope for a flipping senton on MJF who had landed on the other side of the barricade. That was nuts. What I liked about this, sorry, I mean, real quick. Uh, no, uh, uh, Cause like early on, they, probably because I knew that a half hour, they slow build to the, the major spots, the huge spots. Yeah, yeah. But even the early bit, you know, a match like this, where it's two people who don't like each other, mm-hmm. that's the story. They didn't go to to hockey fight right away, you know? They didn't grab each other by the collarbones and start swinging. It was very technical to start. Yeah. Right. And it was fast, and it was really well executed, and uh, a lot of uh, pinning combos. It's more like, okay, I want to get a quick win here as opposed to, a knockdown, drag-out fight. Um, and then at the end of which, MJF offers his hand. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's trying to trick Sammy to, into to, to doing something. Uh, instead, Sammy hits him. And that's mm-hmm. when it starts getting chippy. It just starts escalating from there. In terms of the pacing of this match, I thought it was just really, really smart. Given especially how much time that it had, yeah, it never lulled. Nope. It, it built really, really well. Yeah, mm-hmm, I agree with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Then we got a second rope tombstone. <laughs> Amazing. Did not see that coming. I did, I did not see that coming, man. I did not expect that. That was awesome. And then, of course, Sammy hits his finish, uh, the, the the go to sleep thing. GTH, I think it's called. GTH, yeah. The uh, But it's next to the ropes. Yeah. Well, it's not even really that because like they made a good point because like when he did the pin, it like his legs were just in the ropes as opposed to MJF consciously putting his leg yeah. on the it rope. Was, and Sammy it, was it like, was, God dang it. Sammy, his exuberance to get that win ended up costing the match. What I liked about the tombstone thing is you jump off the second rope on your knees, it's probably going to hurt a little bit. Yeah, and right, MJF yeah. did a hell of a job selling knee. Like there's yeah, a bit where they tried to get he tried to pick Sammy up and they both collapse. Mm-hmm. Sammy's like literally on the ground, like telling the ref my neck's jacked up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, these little yeah. details that are great. Yeah. Um, uh, the crowd, hey, the crowd, they they were got though when uh, the, he did the uh, his finish and he was up in the ropes because that ref went one two and like went all the way yeah. down. Yeah. And it was like, wait a second, and you hear half the crowd go start to pop big for Sammy, mm-hmm. and then oh, yep. So after that bit, Sammy goes up top, and MGF's on the mat and he's begging Sammy to not jump on him. Sammy mm-hmm. hits the six thirty, while MGF is like halfway sitting up. Yeah. MJF kicks out. So Sean Spears comes walking out on the ramp. And Jericho, who's at commentary, leaves to go intercept. Wardlow attacks Jericho from behind, lays him out. And he's got him by the, the neck. And he's yelling at the ref, hey, ref, up here. And so the ref looks. Then Wardlow tosses Jericho off the st- stage. Enough yeah. of a distraction for Spears to hit Sammy with a, a, a chair shot. And then MJF crawls over to get the win. And then Wardlow and Spears hit the ring afterwards and basically have to pick up MJF put him on the top to, or on the in the corner so he could celebrate and pose. It was pretty well done. It was really great. Yeah, it was really well done. And then they had that great emotional tribute to it. It's funny I mentioned this pre-show. Like I didn't, <clears throat> I was sort of like reveling in the end of that match, and I didn't realize they were going to run a package for Daly's Place, the Daly's Place era. And so, of course, it kicks off with Cody in the middle of an empty ring. And so I look up and I'm like, "What is this shit? Oh, that's right, we didn't have any Cody this week." So he's got to have a last word here. To he's got to have the, the dramatic promo about his match against QT Marshall. <laughs> right, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be. And then they saw it. it was, I was like, oh, I remember that. It's like, that's this happened already. Why is Cody there. doing the same thing again? Yeah, right. Um, oh, dang MQ also. I, I saw this earlier as well. PW Insider is reporting that Sanjay Dutt was backstage at WE Dynamite. Of course, he oh, was just very recently a WWE uh, producer. Yeah. Yeah, backstage so yeah. he jumped ship he pulled a rick rude interesting 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 you want to answer a few questions yeah yeah let's go ahead and do it. yeah yeah do that white brownie uh, says any chances we get some debuts or surprises next week it's pot they're booking these things like they're basically mini pay-per-views virtually i know uh ryan's rebic cube here with the sub thank you so much thank you very much uh, oh yeah there was that bit <clears throat> during the opening match i missed that but i saw the uh the crowd going crazy over the three count. There was yeah. a spot. Yeah. So what? Walk me through that. Walk me through that. It was like Pen. Did Pentagon like score a three? The ref like basically it was just a really late count, a uh, late kick out or something. Yeah, I don't remember the exact spot, but it was a kick out that was basically like as hand was meeting Matt. I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. And the crowd was giving Rick Knox a bunch of crap about it. Saying, but Channing, that was three. And smart of him. No, he did. He raises two fingers up and goes, no, that was two. <laughs> it was pretty okay. great. Even I, I appreciate that even commentary got in on it. They're like, oh, I think it was Jericho probably, you know. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, give me a break. That was three. Mm-hmm. I love that. It was pretty great. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Jorge D, which wrestler's son will AEW bring in next? So far we have Billy Gunn's sons, Hook and Brock. Anderson. Anderson. They're going to bring in 
doesn't Booker T have some sons? I don't know. Are they in WWE's developmental? I don't know. Am I just making this up? Let's see here. Devon, that's who it is. It's oh. Devon. He has like, doesn't he have twins yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make yeah, that yeah. part up. There you go, Devon Dudley's. That's a good. Answer. Oh, wait a second. Here we go. November day. Yeah, they already they already came in. That's what I thought. They're they on dark. Match on. Yeah, yeah, they're on dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The Von Ericks in MLW. They're yeah, they're MLW. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Organ Grinder says so. I guess they were saving Hangman versus Omega for crowds, huh? Yep. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I hope that happens in Chicago. By the way. Oh, it's gotta. That's yeah. gotta happen in Chicago. Uh, Mox, Mox Halite. Sorry if I got that I wrong. Just call, I just call him Mox. Mox, very well. Uh, Kenny really worked to put Jungle Boy over at his promo. AEW sees a lot in Jungle Boy. They're doing a hell of a job of, of developing their building blocks for the future. They really are. Jungle yeah. Boy, Darby, MJF, All jump to WWE. Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom says, with the recent releases lately, when would you say AEW stops bringing in the WWE guys before they become like TNA in 2008? I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think they pick and choose. If that's the case, they would have signed Cardona to like a long-term mm -hmm. deal. They would bring everybody in. But if you are if you release the Bollywood boys, they're great, by the way. Uh, who was that crop? It was Brizango, Bollywood yeah. boys. Braun uh, and Alistair Black <clears throat> out of that crew they should go after Braun they're gonna get Alistair Black um, I don't know that they're gonna go after Breeze Angle they're great they should yeah. they probably should to be honest with you but I don't know that they will Tony Nese yeah, yeah Tony Nese I yeah. don't know that they're gonna go after Tony Nese yeah, I, I don't know, know I don't know I don't know I have no idea. Like I still, think I don't think they'll go after everybody. The problem is, so many people are so damn talented. I know, you know, yeah. like there's just it's just talent out there. So it's like, you know, are they silly if they don't bring in the Bollywood boys? You know, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They're don't really know. talented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Flats. Which current wrestler would look good with the Bucks mustache? Oh, name them. Just about anybody. Yeah. You know who uh, pioneered that recently? Recently, the recent crop, Royce Isaacs. Oh, yeah. Who's been, has been on, you know, AEW programming as well. Yeah. I think he's been on Dark a couple times. Yeah, yeah. He's got a great mustache. Or I don't oh, know if yeah. he has it anymore, but for a spell, he had a great he had mustache. He a really good mustache, huh? Uh, Shane's birthday tweet If both NXT and AEW were on the same night still, what special show next week would you watch first, Road Rager or Great American Bash? It would probably be Great American Bash. Why is that? Uh, Cole and O'Reilly too. That'll be really good. I mean, the main event of Road Rager is going to be Cody and QT. Okay, what's the lineup for? Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. There's going to be some good matches on Dynamite on Road Rager next week. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I feel don't like, know. I, I feel like the Great American Bash is more or less a pay-per-view for NXT, you know? Yeah, I know. I my thing about NXT, especially now with like 
Cross going up and Reed going up. One of the two comp one of the two brands, NXT and AEW, is not beholden to anybody else. And that's AEW. Yeah. And so it's like I feel like it's more of a full NXT is my jam and I love NXT. I, I really do. But it is sort of beholden to the whims of Vince McMahon. Yeah. Obviously. And AEW is not. And that's why AEW, I believe, has the big advantage over NXT is mm-hmm. because NXT is not free to do whatever they want. They're not free to go after any free agent that they want to. Because if they do, like Vince McMahon might just swoop in to go to main roster. You know, it's like they they don't have the free the, the freedom that AEW totally. does. No, I understand that. And so because of that, I sort of put AEW, I sort of consider them a bit more important programming yeah. because of that. Even yeah. though I personally would rather watch a product like NXT, I understand, you know, I think AEW is well, more Well, I think important. part of it too is, is, you know, we usually cover NXT mm-hmm. on a weekly, or sorry, AEW on a weekly basis right after the show. NXT, not so much. And generally yeah. speaking, if, it, if, if for whatever reason, NXT had a special card, Mm-hmm. Then for that week we would give it presents, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We just we'd fill it out. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> this is a great. JTV points us out too. Yeah, taking the example of Kenny, who basically, you know, ironically insulted the Dark Order, saying you guys are a bunch of video game playing twerps. Of course, Kenny is a huge video game nut. Yeah. What is an insult that if you say it, you automatically insult yourself in the process? Anytime I call anybody a nerd is exactly that. I literally had a podcast about Star Trek. I have got comic books, toys, every nerd thing imaginable. So if I call anybody a nerd, uh, I'd be insulting myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably the same camp there. (laughs) Uh, YouTube being, is it possible we get Hangman take the belt in the next few weeks to start the run of losses for Kenny so he can then take time off? I I don't know, but I don't think so. I think that Kenny's probably going to wait and let this play out, and maybe after September, take just a ton of time off. Yeah, because he's got. Assuming he takes time off between now and Slammiversary, that's about two weeks, two weeks and change, two and a half weeks Mm -hmm. of rest, Mm -hmm. and then he could come back when he's got the Triple Mania match about a month later. Yeah, and it'll be about two weeks after that 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 all out would happen. Mm Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he could basically do two matches in the next month and a half. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. Wizard of Smoke says, what's one thing you'd like AEW to keep from the COVID era? He says, I want to see the young wrestlers in the crowd. That's what I was going to say. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I would like them to keep... And I think they pr- probably plan to do this. Keep cinematic matches. I like yeah. the cinematic stuff. I think it works. Use production. Use editing. You know, it'd be pretty cool. I don't know if this is ever going to happen for a company, mm-hmm. whether it's AEW or somebody else, to say, all right, this, for example, AEW, their home base is Daily's Place. So kind of do like, hey, we're going to do two or three weeks of shows at Daily's Place. We'll go on the road for a month or a month and a half. Another two or three shows at Daily's Place, you know? Or even like, you know, two months at Daly's Place, yeah. you know, and yeah. then go out on tour. So that touring is a very special thing. Exactly. And it helps the wrestlers as well. You have a home base in Jacksonville if you're employed by AEW. And then, you know, you're you always for two months at a time, you get to go home. The crowd is great there. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Seabass uh, Place says, how's everyone feeling about Darby Allen being a Jackass 4? I think it's pretty great. Oh, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Jackass 3 was amazing. I'm kind of terrified for Jackass 4. I, I remember hearing that there were some hospitalizations pretty early yeah. on. Um, these guys are too old to be doing this stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm sure Darby Allen is probably loving, loving, you know, because he was probably a kid when that stuff was coming out. Mm-hmm. I remember, man, talk about capturing the zeitgeist. Jackass mm-hmm. was the thing you back got that then. Right. You got that right. It was the thing. It was great. Uh, Anyways. White Brownie says uh, NXT UK stream tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.